Well, this week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, we invented a thing called Tangent Tuesday. It's just like Taco Tuesday, except instead of serving sides of salsa, guacamole, and sour cream, we're dishing on soccer parents, playing video games with your kids, and the trials and tribulations of becoming insta-famous. Are you ready to do this? We are hanging. This episode is brought to you by Park Street Books, Read, Play, Unplug, and by Perez Martial Arts, dedicated to changing the lives of people one person at a time. Small Town Scuttlebots. Liz, I just want to say thank you for the uh, 8 a.m. Um, recording time you've requested today. It's my pleasure, Rick. <laughs> I mean, you're off, right? Like, your kid gets on the bus at, what, 7? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's just, you know, I'm being so productive so early in the day. It's, just makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, I feel icky right now. <laughs> Remember that word? Icky. Icky. <laughs> If you're an 80s kid, that was the word that does, mm-hmm. that was used to describe how you will feel if, like, creepy uncle touches you inappropriately. And now... Did that happen a lot in your youth? No, but there's always these little campaigns, like, you know, your body and no one can touch it. and like. I mean, people shouldn't be touching people now, too, no. not just, you know... You I just might, don't like, like the word icky, icky. because... Yeah, it, it, it does connotate, like, like a inappropriate pedophilia yes vibe icky mm-hmm. like icky. i would never say anything is icky except for that mm-hmm. and because of right what a fucking weird way to start the show <laughs> i hope we didn't like awaken anyone's repressed memories People are with just that. like you know getting in their car <laughs> going to work right. like what the fuck and it's like were you ever touched by an uncle with whiskey breath <laughs> <Okay>. call 1-800 <laughs> happy friday <laughs> yeah that's great yeah it is friday morning yep Eight o'clock here in our time as we record. Yes. Um, can I ask you a personal question? Of course. Did you happen to drive by Starbucks on your way in today? I didn't. Oh, no, I did, but I just wasn't paying attention. Mm, I know. Why? Oh, I'm still drinking the shitty uh, foamy yeah, coffee. Yeah, I noticed your foamy coffee. The Nespresso. And what the hell is it in that five-gallon canister with the handle and straw? <laughs> This is my daughter's Rose Quartz Stanley water bottle that holds 37 gallons of water and weighs maybe 50 pounds. <laughs> what a weird volume, 37. I know, I don't even know. Come on, 36 was yes. the more logical number. I can't explain why, but... Yeah, it holds an alarming amount of water, mm-hmm. and I get an arm workout when I drink out of it. Yeah, you do. Feel how heavy it is. That thing is... Uh, wow! <laughs> you would feel it, it's... It looks, it gives the appearance that mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot lighter, especially because you think, oh, that's probably aluminum, very lightweight right. no. material. It, you pick it up, it feels like it's filled with sand. Yeah, this and my 11-year-old daughter carries it around. So She's jacked now, so by the way. So here we go. So what's up with the, uh, the uh, what do you call them, the Yeti, the Yeti thing? Is, is Yeti, like, not cool anymore? Is that kind of like... I don't like- know. All my Yetis, by the way, I mm-hmm. think I have four or five of them, were free. Mm-hmm. Because you'll notice this one has a company logo. All they all have company logos. Oh on sure, them. sure, yeah. Um, I don't know. I we there was a streak where swell water bottles were all the rage. Mm-hmm. Then it was hydro flask water bottles were all the rage, and now I believe we've moved on to Stanley water bottles being all the rage. I don't know why they all they all serve the same purpose. They hold liquid. 
they all have straws. I, there's no benefit to one over the other. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. I, I'm guessing TikTok. I'm going to blame, I'm, I blame TikTok okay. for everything. Well, I'm blaming TikTok. Interesting. It's, it's, I always am curious as to the genesis of, mm-hmm. of how a new brand just all of a sudden wins everybody over. Like, like everyone right. got the memo but me. You know like, what? Social media challenge for us. Let's pick some obscure brand of something and, try to make, and it make it Insta Famous. Yeah, that eyewear company that wants yes! to give us Where's those. our, yeah, I want to walk around like a Rockefeller with that. Mm. What, how did they describe that eyewear? It was like they, old money or old whatever. Money. Yeah. Waspy. Waspy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's our word. Uh, well, this might not come as a shock, but I've been procrastinating on that. So I will, <laughs> I'll put that on my list of things to do. I've just been too busy with the fucking Instagram. I know. Liz, I know. Which isn't so bad. I, I, you're doing a great job. I give you kudos. So I've been told that there's a wave, right? So okay. you're going to be, you're going to be trickling in. Like people are going to be listening. People are mm-hmm. going to be watching it. People might like it. Get some shares, right? The algorithm still doesn't know who you are and what you right. do and what you bring to the table. Right. So it's it still doesn't know who your audience is. It doesn't mm-hmm. know who to share your videos with. You keep pumping that thing every day. Yep. Right. It's going to be like, got it. We know who you are and we know who likes your shit. We're going to start okay. putting you together. And all of a sudden it's going to be like, pow. Now, a lot of people don't get to with this this thing called the wave because they at some point go, fuck this. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I've made 37 videos <laughs> and I've got. 97 views. This mm-hmm. is horse shit, right? And that's that was me. But I'm going to stay the course. One video a day. One. We ho- can do it. Yeah. We can do it. We can. We Last Sunday, we, we hung out for about an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. And we banged out like 10, 10 videos, two weeks worth of content. High quality content. I'd say, you know what? <laughs> Compared to what else is out right. there, I feel like our stuff is positioned to be... Uh, entertaining, mm-hmm. amusing. I mean, relatable. Yeah, folks at home, if, go check it out. Small Town Scuttlebutt on Instagram. You watch the videos. I, I can promise you, you're not going to piss your pants. <laughs> but you'll get a little chuckle. But you'll be like, oh, that was amusing. That, yeah. was, that, was, that, was, that was a nice little promo. Or mm-hmm. that's okay. You kind of show I me. I get it. Yeah. I know who you are. I'm into that. I'll watch it. I'll, or listen to your show, whatever. Yep. Agreed. <sighs> All right. So, should we get into like the actual show now? <laughs> No, no, <laughs> no. It's still like did you, no. We're still we're wait, still preambling. <laughs> well, it's, it was eight in the morning, Liz. That's it's, true. We kind of it's eight. Ease into this. <laughs> uh, I do want to share one thing with you. Yes. Um, then we can get into some good news and stuff that you have. My son is helping me uh, write a new bit. <gasps> he is. What's the premise? Uh, the premise is uh, when motivational posters backfire. Oh. <laughs> so my son has. Athletic instincts. He can mm-hmm. he can kick a soccer ball. He can shuck and jive. He can dribble the ball or whatever. Yep. He can play basketball. He can be aggressive. Uh, but I wouldn't say he's got quit in him. But if he's not having a great game, he's not mentally getting himself back yeah. into it. You know what yep. I mean? He, he's got some kind of he doesn't have the fire in the belly type yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's it's probably you know some insecurity or uh, something's going on right yeah. now. So I got him that. Michael Jordan poster, you know, the one where, well, let me see. So we, I referenced this poster the other day when we were shooting hoops in the driveway because mm-hmm. he's got basketball tryouts coming up. For those that don't know, 
right? This if you were uh, if you're a Gen Xer like Liz and I, and you went to college in the '90s, and Jordan was crushing it. Yep. And everyone loved Jordan, no matter where you're from. It's like you got to love this guy. It's yes. he's the Tom Brady of basketball, right? I think he's much more likable than Tom Brady. You know, I can't stand Tom Brady. I know. <laughs> yeah. You're like in a camp all by yourself. I you're, am. You're like if someone said to me, "Hey, Liz." Tom Brady's a huge fan of the podcast and wants to have dinner with you and Rick next time he's in town. I'd be like, ugh. If you fuck no, this up, if you fucking this opportunity up, Liz, we're gonna have some. No thanks. Well, I don't want to sit next to him at dinner while he picks the tomatoes out of his food because they <laughs> cause inflammation and his weird trainer is just massaging him the whole time. Yeah, those are fuck nightshades. Fuck you, Tom Brady. <laughs> those are nightshades. And get that yogurt out of here too. I will, I'll have dinner with anyone from the Manning family, including mm. Cooper, before hey. I have dinner with Tom Brady. Liz. <laughs> Uh, we agree on that. Okay. We agree on that. Absolutely. In fact, I've, I've had this debate with people like really the exact question. Like if you could have dinner with Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, who would it be? Peyton Manning all day, every day. Absolutely. In fact, when that rivalry was going on in, uh, in the aughts, yes. (laughs) I uh, I was like, yeah, first of all, I'm not totally intimidated by, by anyone, mm-hmm. including Peyton Manning. I mean, Peyton Manning's great. He's going to give us the toughest challenge, but we're still going to win mm-hmm. m- more times than not. So why do you hate the guy? You beat him most of the time. It's They should have the little brother syndrome out in Indianapolis, hating right. us more than we would hate them. It's mm-hmm. kind of like Red Sox fans hate Yankee fans. Yeah. Probably three times more than Yankee fans actually hate us, right? Yep. If, so anyway. Sorry. Derailed. <laughs> totally derailed. Should I just talk about the poster? <laughs> Getting back to the poster. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, by the way, best basketball player ever. Any kid that wants to tell me it's LeBron, I say, yeah. Did LeBron ever stay with a team and build a franchise mm. around him? Or did he just kind of hop around as that third piece that all you need is me and we can <laughs> fucking. King James. King James. Self-proclaimed. All right. The Michael Jordan poster that I bought for my son to help motivate him. Something he can just stare at. You know, it's lulls himself, himself to sleep. It says, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to make the game-winning shot and missed. I've failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. Michael Jordan. Love that quote. Yeah. So we're shooting around yesterday. We're playing pig. Mm-hmm. I'm crushing him. It's P.I. to nothing, right? <laughs> He's on the fence. You don't even do horse, so he, like... Has a little bit of a chance. No, he likes pigs. And oh, okay. Pugs, so we oh. play, <laughs> and then we'll play pug, and then we'll play Rex. Oh, Rex comes out. He's a great defensive baller That's himself. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, Charlie was up against the ropes there mm-hmm. against me and Pig, and he's kind of slinking those shoulders down. And I'm like, hey, I, I see some quit in you. What's going on? He's like, uh, you're gonna win. I'm like, hey, man. Remember that poster upstairs? How many times was Michael Jordan trusted to make the game-winning mm-hmm. shot and miss? He goes, 26. I'm like, that's exactly right. You remembered it. He's like, yeah, and you want to know why it wasn't 27? I'm like, why? He goes, because the coach finally benched him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, keep going. Yeah, this is, yeah. It immediately went into, ah, I got to write this down. So that's my. Oh, that's, that's awesome! This is a premise. Like I'm just I gonna. Love it. So like now, Charlie gave you like this little nugget, and you're like, I could run with that. Yeah, and he's <laughs> actually, and there's, it's funny because there's truth to it. He really yes. believes that, like, yeah, there wasn't a 27th opportunity. Right. You've right. had. <laughs> give me the ball, guy. You, you, you've had your chances. Right. <laughs> We're giving it to Pippin now. <laughs> or Grant. <laughs> that's funny. Well, anyway, 
there's that. That's all I want to say. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I went to ba- uh, Will's back to school night last night at Medfield High, where you spend 10 minutes in each of his classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the teachers kind of give you a spiel for, like, what to expect this year and whatever. Yeah. And I came out of it thinking, like, he has some really great teachers this year. There's one potential dud. <laughs> but the rest had great energy. I just love the way they kind of talked about their teaching approach, lots of like group work, lots of, you know, teaching the kids to work through a problem, um, transferable skills, this whole thing. Like when I went to, so Will's a sophomore. So I, when I went to the back to school night last year and mm-hmm. did the same thing, I left there thinking, oh my God, his English teacher's amazing. Love her. He's going to love her. I think he's going to do really well in that class. And there were two other teachers where I was like, this is going to be a disaster. They teach to the kids that sit in the front row, that raise their hands, that know all the answers, that come for extra help. They will not follow my child's IEP. I know that for a fact, and I was totally right. Mm. So I'm cautiously optimistic after last night that this will be, I think, a he's matched better with these teachers this year than perhaps he was last year. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Uh, don't underestimate the quote-unquote dud teacher. I know. Because, I know. Um, uh, I, I judge very harshly based on our experience last year. <clears throat> yeah. Um, my daughter had a teacher that I was tipped off by a parent as not the most charismatic. And that was hmm. like a big... Interesting. Big um, black mark for this mm-hmm. parent. Well, I met the teacher, and I was like, this teacher's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I th- I even said, left with Leslie, I said, you know what? If she was one of our neighbors, she would probably be one of the most coolest people really? around the campfire. Like, just, yeah, just a real genuine, like, what I saw, what someone saw was, oh, kind of a dad. I saw uh, a genuine person. Oh, like, interesting. They're, they're not putting on a show, a facade. Yeah. They're not like, hey, hi. Yeah. Like, just... Think of that. She's just like, hey, we're here. We're here to learn. We're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. Sometimes it won't be. But that's life. Yeah. We'll get through it, and then you'll move on, and we'll all be proud of each other, right? Right, right. And I, and I, like, I really liked her. In fact, uh, I kind of I kind of think about her sometimes. Like, oh, you know. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, she hasn't been returning my DMs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, I'm still holding out. No, I, 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 I think about it by... So like all my kids, have, I think, yeah, we've been nailing it with the teachers. That's so, awesome. Yeah. By the way, the fucking cricket is still here. I know. <laughs> I just realized I can still hear it. I was in the car <laughs> listening to our last episode with cousin Julie. Yes. I was in the car doing some hour, going to the grocery shop. Mm-hmm. And I thought I had a cricket in the car. And then oh! I realized, wait a minute. <clears throat> There's not a cricket in my car. That's the podcast. I'm pretty sure. And I rewound it, and there it was again. I'm like, Rick, it's been like two weeks. I know. How is it still alive? Well, you know what? Someone's like, someone listening right now is like, uh, you have a pest control company sponsoring oh. you. Is this a good look? And I'm going to say, yeah, absolutely. Don't read too much into it. APC Pest Control is awesome. When I ask yeah. them to take out the mice or prevent the mice from coming in, mm-hmm. that's that. That's check the box. Done. Hey, can you spray for ticks and mosquitoes? Bam, done. Done. Yep. I have not called them about the cricket because I want to know the answer to the question you keep asking. Yes. How long does this thing live? I don't know yet, Liz, but All we're right, going to find is, out. This is an Week official Week experiment. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Week three with the cricket. Yep. And I feel like if you called Betty right now and you were like, I have a cricket in my house, she'd be like, Rick, really? 
<laughs> we have got bigger bigger fish to fry here. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I'm going to respectfully disagree. You I think? Mean, I, I, she would dispatch someone for I know a solo a, cricket? I know a different Betty. She's well, gonna, I mean, I wish she would do it here, maybe as a favor. Seal Team but, 6 yeah. on the cover of darkness. <laughs> you know? I'll, it'll be 3 in the morning. Yeah, motion detection sensors will be right. going off, you know? <laughs> they repel through the back window. <laughs> Like a Tom Cruise movie. A lot of running would be involved. Yes. And then will the cricket get like a burial at sea like they did for Osama Bin Laden? Yeah, they throw it in the pool. <laughs> yeah. oh. All right. Week three. The cricket's here. Week three. Like, like, you know what? Let's, let's, uh, let's make a prediction. I think he's going to last. I think he's got. I think we have two months with him. Two months? Yeah. Eight weeks. I'm going to say eight, eight weeks. Okay. And as long as he's contained in that furnace boiler closet. But what is he? How is he sustaining himself? I don't know. That's that's my question. I give him two more weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. Okay. All right. I feel like we need to be on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, that's that's a fun bet. Two yeah. weeks, closest without going over. All right. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm looking at this uh, agenda that you put together. Yes. We haven't. We're uh, 15 minutes into the show. And we still haven't <laughs> touched it. Uh, how about this? It's like a meeting at my company. Well, no intro. Catch up. I think we covered oh, yeah, that. We're caught up. We caught that. Yeah, we're we're caught up. We good. Okay. Uh, segment number one loses stories, and you have two of them a positive news story and a youth sports story. Mm-hmm. Surely those two are not related. They are not. Because when I hear a youth sports story on it's the show, it's never positive. It has to be about a parent <laughs> unleashing the fury on yes. a coach or a ref or a kid. Should we kick off with the positive story? Uh, okay, sure. Why not? This one comes to us from across the pond in jolly old England, Rick. Mm. <laughs> hey, Paul Maleri, are you listening? <laughs> All right, so. The headline is 13-year-old who kept getting in trouble for doodling in class ended up with Nike deal. Nice. So, Joe Whale, age 13, has a passion for drawing. When he was nine years old, his teachers at school were constantly annoyed that he kept doodling in class and he often got in trouble for it. Sorry, this is on my phone and I need to figure out how to get to the next page. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. Hold you on. We're going to so have to cool edit all right this now. out. I know. What did I just no, do? No, we're not going to edit this okay. out. Okay, I'm just, I'm, I'm literally panicking right now. Folks, okay. the pressure's on. Instead of punishing him, his parents enrolled him in a drawing class. Thanks to their support, Joe has thrived in his venture and reached new heights. He drew an illustration of Prince William and the Duchess of Cambridge, Catherine, in December 2020. The royal members praised Joe and encouraged him to never give up. In 2021, he had his first solo exhibition at the Sodden Collection, an art gallery in his hometown of Shrewsbury, England. In 2022, Joe signed a deal with Nike. So I wanted to share this because I feel like it goes back to some things that we've discussed on this podcast about embracing your kids' passions. You know, Mm -hmm. like when Mark Riley was on, we had that whole conversation around, you know, your kid isn't disruptive or bad. They're just not engaged in something that, they're passionate about she's a dancer she's a dancer yeah Yeah, exactly exactly so you know i wanted to share something positive as it relates to children and parents like recognizing hey like this my kid has a skill and let's embrace it let's give him a channel where he can productively embrace this so he's not getting in trouble for doodling in class because he's doing it over here so congratulations yeah and um can I find the negative in this? The <laughs> teachers, the the brow-beating yes. teachers. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I have a task and you're not doing it. I get right. it. I get it. And yeah, the kids should follow along in the instructions. But at the same time, 
if this kid's artwork is so good, the teacher overlooked. I mean, I gotta imagine this kid is is drawing some very yeah. realistic, authentic, mm-hmm. fascinating sketches to be getting all these accolades and deals. But like his ninth grade algebra teacher walked by and went, "What is this? Right? You know, what is this garbage?" I mean, you weren't a little bit impressed yeah. with that. You didn't think, "Shit!" I mean, he's yeah. not following the task, but God damn, right. that's some skill. Right? That's some talent. Embrace it. And yeah. I'll say this as a former history teacher: mm-hmm. if we were doing a unit on the Industrial Revolution, I said, "Hey, let's do a five-page paper." I'd be like, "You give me five illustrations." Yes. Yes. You give me five illustrations yep. that depict. These 15 of these 25 elements, mm-hmm. right? Go. Yep. Run with it. Whatever. Come back with something awesome. Yeah. Right? Because think about how much time he's going to be thinking and immersing and applying his knowledge to something. That's mm-hmm. And putting in a level of detail. Mm-hmm. And yeah. 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 Or totally. maybe that's maybe that would be the exam instead of your <laughs> stupid standardized test, which Ugh. is just fucking dumb. Yes. Oh, speaking of mm-hmm. standardized tests, yeah. I learned last night in the info night that... My son will spend four to five weeks during the school year in his English class preparing for the MCAS. Yeah, that sucks. And it you know, does what, suck. you know, there's there's teachers that teach to the MCAS. And the, his teacher basically said we have to teach to the test. That's fucking stupid. Which is so stupid. Like the the MCAS has sections on it now for tenth grade where they have to write like an editorial, like in a newspaper, which mm-hmm. our kids don't. They don't even know what a newspaper is. You know what I mean? Like, if they have it, the test hasn't evolved from 40 years ago. I was going to say, that does seem a little... Uh, antiquated. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So, you know, she she was very forthcoming and and expressing, like, her dismay, basically, that, you know, we're taking a chunk of their learning time to teach them to a test. Yeah. Then they have the test, and then, like, it's exhausting. So, it's like over a month's worth of school is spent focused on preparing for this test, taking this test, and recovering from this test. Yep. yep. Is that a good use of anyone's time? No, that's why no one's coming up with fresh creative ideas in the right. workforce or in politics or wherever you go because mm-hmm. there's no creativity. The creativity's killed. That's exactly. a, whole, a whole other episode right there we mm-hmm. could do. It just uh, I never gave a test. I taught mm-hmm. 12 units in modern world history. Never gave a test. And Did I you taught- do projects or... Project it was project based learning yeah. primarily, and there was a, a summative assessment that came mm-hmm. in. You had a choice. If you want to write me a paper, mm-hmm. I'm not going to deny you that yeah. opportunity. You can do it. <clears throat> if you want to do it, I've, we've talked about this before. Like uh, yeah. my favorite was when we did the Russian Revolution, yes. and the girls did the they did a puppet show, and mm-hmm. it was called Keeping Up with the Zardashians. <laughs> and I was like, you guys already got a fucking yes. Egg. Like just I, I, title. I'm just going to sit I, I'm putting the clipboard down. I'm yep. just going to enjoy this because mm-hmm. I know you're going to crush it. And they did. It was freaking insane. Um, and that's where the creativity comes from. If I gave a test for all 12 of those units, and let's say I was that teacher that likes to give you a prep day beforehand yeah. where we play like a quiz game in class to prepare for the exam. This will be on the exam. This will be on the exam. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Hey, you should know this. Right, that's twenty four days of wow. of not learning. Right, and it's not you're not serving the students. The students are serving you. You being the teacher, justifying their performance mm-hmm. at work, and also the school district, thus justifying how they're doing with the state. Yep. Right. It's like, all right, kids, you need to. Show, we we need to prove that 
that we're doing what yes. we need to be doing yes. here. So you give us something, and that's not the way it should be. Yeah, I mean, all it is is like you're just spitting back facts that you remember regurgitating exactly no it's always pissed because i'm like i'm 10 million times smarter than my sister (laughs) but she's national honor society got to go to the college of her choice Mm -hmm. um those two things do not apply to me (laughs) (laughs) uh and my sister's smarter she's i'm not 10 million times smarter probably probably (laughs) only five or six times uh all right so that was your positive that was my positive one so boy did i do a great job and (laughs) knock the wind out of those sails Youth sports story. Yeah, so the common denominator, Rick, as we both know, in any youth sports story is shitty parents. Mm-hmm. So so this one, okay, I'm just going to read you the headline. Montana Soccer Club banned parents from talking, cheering, and yelling during a game. They called the rule Silent Saturday. <laughs> so they're, yeah. That's great. So the Montana Surf Club was hosting teams from all around the state in Bozeman Mm -hmm. for more than 70 games, and they implemented the Silent Saturday, according to a release that was sent out by the soccer organization. The club asked parents not to talk, yell, or cheer from the sidelines during the games. The release explained that the protocol was put into place in an effort to curb parents from putting unneeded pressure on young athletes, referees, and coaches. The rules for the game are as follows. No talking, yelling, or, quote, conversation on the parent sidelines of the game. Minimal direction from coaches on the sidelines, mainly subbing, position changes only. Absolutely no direct conversation to the referees other than thanking them after the game. No cheering until the game is over. So this, I mean, it's basically like what, like a PGA tournament where, like, you're just sitting there. Could you imagine going? No, they, they at least like, get the clap. That's true. <laughs> yeah, this was, this was literally nothing. Should the Marines just... Just, just go to China and just turn in all of their all of our weaponry and just say, Seriously? yeah, we we're, we're we're a bunch of pussies. Yes, I mean, you think we're getting soft now? Wait till you see the generation coming up behind <sighs> us. It's it's the kids. First of all, Saturday soccer is the most benign, chill out fucking activity. Mm-hmm. It's a huge field. Kids don't even know their positions. Like. To a T yet. They're just running around kicking it's a more ball. more comedy than anything. <laughs> yes. And for parents, look, we're fucking running around doing shit all the time for other people. Mm-hmm. For once, I have an hour here where I can talk to Shelly and Michael. Yes. Who I haven't seen since last Saturday. And we can right. pick up our fucking conversation and we're going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, I would are, say are there, yeah, that this, these rules were, were, were put in place, I'm assuming, because... Parents don't know how to behave at sporting events, right? They yell at referees. They are overzealous. They, you know, they're they're inappropriate, right? But they don't know how to handle themselves in certain situations. They're really just cheer, just cheer for your cheer for your team. I even cheer like if if I'm at one of my kids' games, like let's say Brady's baseball game. If there's a kid on another team who makes like an awesome play, like I'll be like, "Holy cow, like that was an awesome play." And like I'll I'll clap for that kid. Like he's a kid. You know, like I'm not going to be like, "Oh, fucking asshole." Like, you know, it's yeah. just these these rules were put in place yeah. because parents don't know how to behave. Few bad apples. Like that's the thing. That's the and other we thing. all we, we overreact to the few bad apples. Yep, this is an overreaction. To a small town problem. Exactly. And we're reacting to it. Yeah. On brand. Bullshit. That's what we do. Yeah, it's an overreaction. mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like you need to just isolate the two or three parents after a game and not make it confrontational. But like, hey, Larry, let's just have a talk. Uh, 
hey, you know, yeah. the kids on the sideline, they're a little stressed out, blah, blah, blah. Or you can self-police from the sideline. Like, yeah. I go to a soccer game. My son has told us, you can't tell me what to do or cheer me on unless I'm, like, near you. Yeah, Avery doesn't like me, doesn't no, let me cheer no, for her, so I don't. They, yeah, I they, don't. Don't, they, don't, they don't like that call out. They don't like, I mean, when I was a kid, it was different. When I was a kid playing hockey, I was like, where's the love for me? Right. Huh? How about a little something for number, how about a little cowbell for number 14 right. over here? Did yep. you see that backhand shot? Mm -hmm. Top shelf for the 3-2 lead with eight minutes left in the game, huh? Where's my cowbell? <laughs> but when we ask, like, we expect our kids to go to these games and put in effort to try, be part of a team, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But we're not going to cheer for them. Like, that is so counterintuitive to me. Yeah. And... The, there was a mom quoted in here that she she asked her son on the way home from this tournament, like, how did you feel about that? And he said it was really, it was odd. It wasn't motivating. You know, like hearing the crowd is really motivating. It gets them pumped up. And it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a negative experience for the kids. So mm -hmm. just behave, people. Just behave. Well, if these parents are abdicating their right to exist <laughs> i mean really like shut up sit there mm -hmm. in fact go back to your car right the game will be over in an hour you can't like that's the next step mm -hmm. no spectators exactly right? uh, do i look like a rule follower no. i would i would come there to the next one with a fucking bowl oh. <laughs> yep yep i would i would uh either that or like you know i just hand out paper bags to everybody and like let's just wear these on our heads yeah <laughs> you know like let's really ridiculous. lean into this that's asinine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would, I would, I would laugh at that. Get the fuck out of here! No, no conversation. What, what, what are you gonna do about it? Exactly. Oh, my kid's gonna forfeit the youth soccer game that has no. I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, agreed. Agreed. Are you gonna ban me from the sidelines for life? Yeah. To your point about um, when you see a good play, regardless of what team. Yeah. We were playing Westwood. This team was very good. You know, a lot of club players. On yeah. Team, and they were spread out and they were passing and. The second half, it was like keep away. They weren't even taking. Oh, it yeah. got to the point where it's like, why are we playing this fucking game? Yes, because it's frustrating for my kid's team who's yeah. not getting the ball. It's also mm -hmm. a little embarrassing. Like they're getting shown up. Like yeah, like the score being fifteen to two would be less embarrassing than the fact that these kids have not been able to touch the ball for the like last nine fucking minutes. Yeah. Like, what are you teaching anyone here? Mm -hmm. One side's just killing time. The other time, the other group of kids is just getting embarrassed and demoralized. Like, come yeah. here, you want it? You want it? It's like, yeah. want it? Yeah. Psych. Just over and over. To the point where me and his dad were just like, all right, this is just ridiculous. And I was talking to the coach. I'm like, so, so what, what, what was, what were we watching out there in that second <laughs> half? And, uh, and I'm not being a parent who's being right. a dick. I was just curious. And he, he was explaining that it was all about like, uh, you, a team will take a forfeit if they score too many points on the other team. Okay. It'll affect the rankings. And I'm like, oh. does the fucking rankings matter? Really? It's like, Charlie's like, nine. Yeah. <laughs> rankings for the nine-year-old soccer teams is taking precedent over the fact that, like, we're not even playing soccer. Yeah. Also, why were these two teams even playing I know, each other? We have a lot of that. Holy in shit. Yeah. 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 There was a kid number 13 on the Westwood team. Mm -hmm. Fucking amazing. He scored the first six goals of the game. Right. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Only half the goals of the team. It was, like 12, <laughs> it was 12 to 1. That's a kid that comes from, like, star soccer parents. Yeah. This kid was a phenom. But me and this dad were just, like, making jokes, obviously under our breath. Okay, 13, we get it. Right. You can kick the ball in the net. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 13. All right, yeah. Well, like, la <laughs> last last weekend, Brady had a, a baseball game. They were playing Dover-Sherborne. 
And Brady's team isn't they're not great. Mm-hmm. They're, so Dover Sherburn was up twelve to one. And <laughs> the assistant coach from Dover Sherburn was the third he was coaching third base and he kept um instructing his players to steal, even though they were up twelve to one. Mm-hmm. And Dan's been coaching youth baseball for like ten years now and yeah. He, for the most part, lets a lot of shit roll off his back. But now he's getting to the point where, like, I'm just going to start calling people out. So, like, the coach, like, instructed a kid to steal. And Dan yells at him. He goes, he goes, really, coach? You're up 12 to 1. Class act. Like, And yeah. the, even the head coach for Dover Sherburn was like, stop doing that. But some people are just hard-ons. And, you know, they don't care. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get I don't it either. Get, I don't get the sports is a funny thing. Yeah, I was never an athlete, so I don't I don't get it at all. Yeah. Well, people just need to remember that the chances of your kid getting a D1 scholarship, you know, is... 0.2%. Uh, 0.2? Is that it? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's not much. Nope. That is not much. Yeah. So, once you can embrace that fact... Yeah. ...and just play the odds, roll the dice on that, you just took off so much pressure. Now yeah. it's just about... Physical activity, sportsmanship. Yes, being a good team, how, how teammate, accountability. Know your role, mm-hmm. stick to it, do your job. Yep. Right? Lift other people up. You're not going to be the best. You might not be the worst. Yeah. You're going to be in the middle of the road. You lift people below you. You rise to the occasion yes. to, to match, to meet the expectations of others, right? Mm-hmm. There's so there's so many life lessons there. Just totally. the priority. Yes. Right? Just like, hey, we're little boys or we're little girls. We're growing up together in a in a weird world out there and mm-hmm. for an hour we're yeah. going to be together doing this thing and that's what we're going to focus on. It's just great. Yeah. It should all be great. It should, it should all be fine. There should not be what well, we had. A, oh, by the way, if your team's up 12 to 1, start benching people. Yeah. Like put in your third string. Exactly. Put that kid, number 13, scoring all the goals in net. Yeah. Here, you want to you wanna embrace like mm-hmm. the ultimate experience of soccer and learn all the positions? Right. Put on these gloves. Change the, your shirt to some weird color. I don't know right. why soccer player goals do that. I'm like, <laughs> what team are you on? I know. <laughs> You're on the orange team. It's like, no, yeah, I don't get that either. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can't tell like that's the goalie. I mean, he's got the big giant hamburger right, he's, helper mitts. Yeah. He's standing in the goal. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so those are my news stories for the week. Okay. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice contribution, Liz. Thank you. If you have kids, you probably have their best interests at the forefront of your mind at all times. You want them to be happy, and you want them to grow up to be literate. Now, I'm not a mind reader. I'm a parent, and we all want this for our kids. So bring your kids down to Park Street Books and Toys, the largest children's toy store in New England. They've got a great selection, and if they don't have the book you're looking for, they can get it quicker than that online place that rhymes with Shamazon. So check them out on the web, parkstreetbooks.com. Perez Martial Arts is dedicated to changing the lives of kids and adults alike through martial arts education and coaching. They strive to provide a safe, comfortable, and welcoming atmosphere for all students and family members who walk through their doors. They take great pride in creating an environment for individuals to achieve, develop, and succeed in their personal goals. And they back up all these claims with a perfect five-star rating on Google reviews. Find out why for yourself by visiting PerezMartialArts.com for their exclusive online 
offer. Oh shit, what's in the box? Oh, do we have a what's in the box? We're 33 minutes into this. Should we save our what's in the box for I don't what else do we have? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, you got that and then some random movie Rick watched. I didn't watch it. Fuck, I didn't watch it last night. <laughs> All right, let's just let's just talk about okay, let's, you know what? This show is about the unpreparedness. Yes. We're just have we're just hanging out. Yeah, having, we're riffing. This is fucking coffee. This is great. We're having Yeah, Friday morning coffee with Liz and Rick. Yeah, not Starbucks. <laughs> By the way, it's just an espresso. You for know what? Me. Mine is actually Starbucks, but made in my Keurig at oh, home. Oh, yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> well, the two things. So I had homework. I was like, okay, there's a movie mm-hmm. I watched. I did read the description of the movie, and it did sound like it would be funny. What was the name of it again? The Unbearable. Oh, no, I forget the rest. Weight of something. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> He goes by Nick Cage now. Nick. Nick. But the unbearable weight of success? I don't know. God damn it. (laughs) All right. Well, this is what happens when you make me be on at 8 in the morning. (laughs) Never. Hey, if you're going off to college, do not sign up for an 8 a.m. class. You will not go to No. Never. Tangent. Liz, (laughs) when you were in college, I know this. Mm -hmm. I already know your answer, but I'd be surprised. Did you ever miss a class in college so much that you were actually afraid to go to it? No. <laughs> what the fuck? Who does that? College is expensive. <clears throat> <clears throat> I also went to I went to college for music, mm-hmm. and the music school within my college was really small, mm-hmm. and I did skip a class one day. I skipped my music theory class, yeah. and then I bumped into my professor later that day, and he goes, why weren't you in class today? Really? And I was like, and I didn't, obviously I wasn't sick. I was yeah. in the building going to another class, and I was like, I overslept. And he's like, you can't miss class. I mean, it was like, it was very serious, very mm-hmm. serious. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I ne- I mean, I never skipped class, because I'm a nerd. Well, cool. <laughs> All right. You're in, a fr- you're in your freshman year. Mm-hmm. You foolishly signed up for a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 a.m. Three days a class. week. Mm-hmm. Microeconomics. Oh, God. That's even worse. Yeah. You're just banging that one out. Mm-hmm. You signed up for it. It was there. You took it. You're like, you're, you were thinking optimistically, I'm going to get up and go get them. Mm-hmm. This will start my day. You know, wake up with purpose. I got to right. get to that class. <clears throat> And then you realize that you don't go to bed till like two, three in the morning, and uh, eight's just not gonna happen. Right. Yeah, I would miss Monday, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Friday, then the next Monday, then the next. Weren't you like panicking? No, because uh, this was one of those classes where there's two grades, midterm and final. Yeah, but you weren't like there to hear any of the content. No, but my friends were, and they had notes, and you know, were they they smart? Yeah, yeah, like we we kind of of attended class by committee. Like we we got down to like I'll I'll go to the I'm not doing Friday classes you know mm-hmm, I'll go to mm-hmm. the Wednesday class. yep <laughs> and then we just share each other's notes and we'd have a study group and we got through it I no my nerd anxiety would never never allow me to do that I would be panicking mm-hmm. I also don't I would never trust anyone to take as good of notes as I do I'm an excellent note taker I learned that uh, when I'd go buy my books at uh, the 
student union bookstore, mm-hmm. I would I would oftentimes look for the books with the notes and the markups in it. Mm. And then I realized this guy got a C in this class. <laughs> 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 this guy was not the. I, you know what they should do is you know when you you're in high school back in the day where you would um, get your book, mm-hmm. get your reading book, your science textbook or yep. whatever, right? That big 500 page yep. hardcover thing, and you'd open it up on the first day of school, and your teachers would instruct you to write your name yes. in it, right? And then the condition, very mm. good, and we need that back at the end of the year. And we're, we'll, it would be great if if you're gonna sell your textbooks back. You have to write your name in it with the grade that yeah. you got in the class. <laughs> D minus. Don't come to me for tutoring. Yeah, because now if I'm if I'm a bookstore owner on a college campus, I'm going to hear what Rick Fink Jr. just said, and I'm going to say I'm on to you. Yeah, because you know what? The books that come back from kids that got A's, we're going to buy those books back for seventy percent. Ah! Right, the kid who got the C, we'll give you five dollars. <laughs> There's a financial incentive to yeah. success. On both ends, there's, there's, you know, good reasoning here because mm-hmm. I'm a student. I wasn't planning on going to class all that often. I was just going to read the book and copy notes and whatever. But you told me I could get all my money back on this book, you know, or, oh, yeah, you should get mm-hmm. full refund. By the way, these fucking books are like 300 bucks. Full Do refund. Do they still have books or is everything online? Yeah, I just showed my age, didn't I? <laughs> I was in this photography group uh, led by this um, National Geographic photographer. Oh, wow. Banafshe Edamam. You should look her up. She's an Iranian-American woman who uh, worked with Richard Avedon, fashion photographer, mm-hmm. back in the day. And she's a very fascinating person. But she had a, uh, a big meetup at Northeastern University mm-hmm. to, to see this world-renowned photographer. Very controversial guy. Um <laughs> So I go, I'm like, this is going to be exciting. And I love the lecture style mm-hmm. thing now in my adult age. Back when I was younger, it was boring as shit. But now I could listen to any expert talk about whatever it is. I, I think that's why people come to this show. They want to hear yeah. you and me. Expert opinions. Yeah, like we're, <laughs> we're experts in <laughs> nonsense. Nonsense, and people care. <laughs> no. uh, I went, and I got my notebook Aww. and a pen, uh, like old school. Mm-hmm. Lights go out. All I see is like five hundred thousand MacBook Pros yep. just open up, and I'm and this was like fifteen years ago. Yeah, so I you, yeah, I'm still old school. Like I I have a notebook for work, mm-hmm. and I take notes in my notebook. Yeah. And I was in a meeting with one of my colleagues who I'm just starting to get to know, and she she was. She was, Liz, I'm not going to ask you how old you are, but when did you graduate high school? And I was like, oh, my God, Erin. I'm like, I'm as old as dirt. I graduated in 1992. She goes, so did I. She said, I knew it. She said, because you use a notebook. (laughs) She's like, we're like two of the only people that are like taking physical notes in a notebook and everyone else is like typing while we're in these meetings. And I just can't. I'm much more engaged if I'm like writing, physically writing something. If I'm typing, like I'm just, I'm not, I'm not present anymore. Yeah. There's there's a disconnect. Yes. I understand. Mm-hmm. I feel like however you learn, it's up to you. Yes. Me, my thing is a pencil. Yeah. Number two, soft pencil. Mm-hmm. Sharpened. Always. Yes. I, I, I resharpen all the time. I'm sharp, sharp, sharp. Uh, and yellow legal notepads. Mm-hmm. I just got a shitload of them just st- stacked up, all filled up, you know, and just go through them. Even the scripts I was writing for yes. things, I would just rip them all out, and I'm like, let's do this one. Let's do this. Yep. It just, I like it. It's tangible. Tangible. 
I want to mm-hmm. hold it. I'm I'm old school. I used to read broadsheet newspapers. Yes. Not a bad thing. Yeah. So Wait, I, I need to go back to you skipping class all the time. Because you went mm-hmm. to a small college, right? Mm-hmm. Did your professor ever call you out for lack of attendance or figured we'll just see no, how it goes? No, but I felt like I, I didn't have any respect. Like, I, yeah, felt, I yeah. felt like I felt that's why I was afraid to go back. Right. I was like, oh, my God, I'm such a – you know when you're being a loser. Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. you're being a loser. Like, you're like, yeah, college is, is not free and it's a privilege. Mm-hmm. You know, in some degree, I mean, you have to earn your way in and all that stuff. But, like, yeah, I mean – a super majority of people in the United States of America do not go to college. Like, I know a lot of people listening in their circles, well, I went to college, all my friends went to college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but most people don't. Mo- most people do not go to mm-hmm. college. It's too expensive. Yeah. Um, you know, people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> too dumb to get in. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, when I was doing this, I'm like, I can't go face my teacher. Oh. Or if I was in class, I'm like, I have no business raising my hand asking a question. Right, right, it's, right. Because I don't want to hear, well, maybe if you came in on school on Monday when we covered this, Mr. Oh, that's Fink. That's embarrassing. You know, so I was mm-hmm. just like, when I I started going, I'm like, I better start going in this class because, you know, the final's coming up. Yep. And, and I need to, like, anyway. Did you sit in the back when you show, finally showed up because you were embarrassed? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did better in classes that had a lot, that were discussion-laden and um, hands-on. Yeah. You know, like... Versus lecture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lecture, I could not care less. <laughs> um, all right. So that was one thing. Oh, okay. So the movie, God, tangents. This show is called <laughs> tangents. Random, random Tangents or whatnot. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a movie. Neil Patrick Harris plays a character in this movie. His name is Richard Fink. That is hysterical. What a, Like, what are the odds? What are the odds? Uh, there was a movie called Barton Fink okay. a long time ago. With uh, the guy that played the husband on Roseanne. What was his name? John Goodman? John Goodman, yeah. How could you not remember John Goodman's I don't know. Name? I don't know. In fact, as I... I love him. Yeah. Um, Richard Fink. That's, that's my name. <laughs> I want to see how I'm being portrayed. I already know because it's Neil Patrick Harris. I'm probably very well dressed. Yes. Dapper, for my, sure. My hair grew back. Yep. <laughs> I'm into dudes now, but that's okay, considering that I'm wearing a nice outfit. <laughs> I look uh, handsome. <laughs> is this character gay in the movie, do you I know? don't know, but you know. But on, I never watched the show, but How I Met Your Mother, he played like a player. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, an alpha. He was mm-hmm. he was very funny. Had a smugness to him. I yeah. like well, him. Doogie Howser. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> I never watched Doogie Howser. I, I did. Like, you did? Yeah. I yeah. Just, I just thought, this kid's a fucking nerd. Like someone well, needs to obviously, he's a thirteen-year-old doctor. Yeah, <laughs> the way the way he yeah, like you're not connecting with me because the way I end my day is not anything like the way you end your day, which is right typing in your diary on your computer. <laughs> I'm sorry, you have a computer. <laughs> I have a fucking Nintendo. <laughs> I have to blow on the cartridges to make the <laughs> games work. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's ready. <laughs> Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, start, select, start, whatever. Do you remember that? Uh, Contra? No. You had 30 guys. It's the only game I could win. We had, had an Atari guys. when I was little. Or yeah, kid, whatever. The joystick with the red jo- handle? Yeah, 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 yeah. My favorite games were Frogger and Pitfall. Loved them. Mm-hmm. Pac-Man over here. Pac-Man. <laughs> Grand- so old. <laughs> Grandpa had his, uh, he came over. You, know, you ever play video games with, with old people? You know, like, introduce old people to the new thing. Oh, like My no. grandpa, okay, 
Christmas, we got the Nintendo Duck Hunt. My Nana was like from across the room picking off these ducks. Like, Grandma, how the fuck? Wow. Nana, she's like a sharpshooter? Nana's like <laughs> holding it sideways like a, a Glock. Like, like she's coming straight out of South Central. Pow, pow. She's yelling, get some, motherfucker. Uh. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> I mean, but that's what happens when Nana drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Too much sherry, Nana. <laughs> Put the gun down. Yeah. And then my grandpa, I remember he he really fucked up the controller on Pac-Man because he was getting frustrated. Mm-hmm. And he thought the more you press the control right. joystick to the left, the faster. And <sighs> there's that, wait a minute, I'm making him go faster and he's just going that same <laughs> fucking speed and the blue ghost <laughs> is coming up on him. And uh, he he broke the controller. Like it oh was, my god, it was a twitchy controller. For, mm-hmm. So so when you play like your sister later, you mm. make, you, you kind of id would the yeah. shitty controller, made sure the other person had it. Act like you know nothing. I don't right. know. You're just oh, not that weird. good. That's yeah, weird. yeah. Well, you're dead. My turn again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's me playing with my kids now. Because occasionally, we'll, we'll be like, "Oh, you want to play? I don't even know some stupid game with me." And I'm like. I don't like video games anyway, one. And two, like, I'm not good at stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I get really frustrated. Yeah. And so he gets frustrated watching. He's like, Mom, how can you just not do this? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. My man hands weren't made for this. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charlie's got the PS5 now. We're playing oh, yeah. Gran Turismo, and that was fun. You know, I'm, I'm kicking ass with him. What's we're, that? Just a racing car oh, game. Oh, okay, okay. But you, you win prize money, and then you get to buy a better car. So you start oh, off with like yeah, a yeah, Nissan yeah. Altima, and you end up with the Porsche 911. Mm-hmm. And, and that's been fun. But that's there's cool. A, yeah, there's another game. I forget what it's called, but the, I got I got frustrated with it because mm-hmm. it's me, my son, and my daughter playing, and is melee mode where you just all three of you try to kill each other, and oh. like within seconds, it's I'm fun dead. family entertainment. Yeah. Holiday. They, like, do they gang up on you and kill you sometimes, <laughs> or, or they call truce and then they go after oh. you, know, like Dad, truce, let's get Charlie. You know that, but I still die instantly, mm-hmm. and I'm just like I, I actually was getting so irritated. And my kids are having so much fun, but I'm actually internally, the compete in me is like, yeah, you know what? If I'm going to fucking do this, I, I have to fucking win a couple of these. I, I, it's not even about winning. It's like, can I just not die within eight seconds? It's, Did you have a tantrum in front of your children? Like, fuck it. I don't want to do this anymore. You guys suck. No, Liz, I'm not a child. I, I got up and I walked away and then I had the tantrum. I made Leslie hear it. Like, fucking game up there. Stupid. She's like, oh, I know. I'm like, oh, better you than me. I'm like, ah, no, seriously. I'm going to break that fucking. Uh, anyway, that's all. <laughs> well, we've covered a lot of ground today. Yeah, I'm, and I'm all set with my coffee. I'm, I'm ready to move on with my day. How about yeah. you? Yeah, I think so. And our listeners probably are too. <laughs> Sometimes these kind of shows, I think, are. I don't know. I'd love to I know like what them. the Scuttlebuds think. I mean, you know, sometimes people come with an agenda. Other times they just mm-hmm. meander and see where things go. Yeah. It's a nice slow burn. Yes. You know, I mean, nobody came onto the show hoping to walk away with a little factoid to go share with the people at the office at the water cooler, right? Mm-hmm. I do feel like, I, though, I, there's I, a factoid to be learned in every one of our episodes. Whether it's through. useful or not, we'll I don't know. Let's, but. Go, let's go through them. I mean, let's, let's play. Let's role play. You and me. Oh. Mm, yeah. Okay, put, put this wig on. Oh, by the way, you, you got a blonde wig. I did. Wait, I brought it. You want oh, to see you it? Did, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You think my wife can borrow that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where did you get this thing? Uh, uh, Amazon. Okay. <laughs> so it, I, it might give me a rash, but here. Wow. Look right? At that thing. That is great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, more Instagramming. 
Yeah. So that, now so we that's can, for our, our one of our videos that will surely go viral. Yeah, because because now we're going to start doing characters. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's role play here. <laughs> you and me work at ABC Corp. Yep. Corp. Okay, and uh, it's nine forty-five. I'm going to the I'm going to the break room to get a coffee. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to refill. Oh, there's Liz. She's pilfering through the fridge looking for someone else's food to eat, as she does. I would never do that. That's gross and rude. I, <laughs> so I did that once. Like, oh, yeah. you did! You stole. What did you steal? I was like twenty-two. It was late. Mm-hmm. I went to the fridge. And I'm like that thing's been sitting there forever. I'm like, no, it's not. it's like a chicken parm left over. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm admitting. I, I'm like, oh. wow, I hate myself. Yeah. You you eat other people's food. That is like the worst thing you How could ever desperate do. Were, I mean, obviously you were desperate. I was super desperate. But anyway. Were you like broke and couldn't? Yeah. This okay. thing, this thing <laughs> I was like, what is that fucking taste? It was all mold inside. Oh. Yeah. You've never tasted something so rancid. Like it was rancid meat. It was. That's vile. Yeah. It was, it was, a, it was a well-placed booby trap for mm. people like me and I learned my lesson yeah now too bad that wasn't caught on camera oh I know you like yeah dry heaving <laughs> next day someone's like someone ate it someone ate it oh it's like the the cheese in diary of a wimpy kid yeah <laughs> yeah it was nasty I just I, actually it had such a tangy tart yeah yeah now I, let yeah, me ask yeah. you this kind of a taste that, did that yeah. turn you off from eating chicken par moving forward because you were scarred no. okay no, okay no, no. Mm-hmm. But it did turn me off from eating other people's ran- food. rando food. Yeah. In the- <laughs> okay, so we're we're, okay. we're, we're, we're the I'm like, hey, Liz, how you doing? Oh, good, Rick. Hey, did you hear that new podcast? That that's how you sound when you talk. By the way, oh yeah, <laughs> that's how my kids say I sound <laughs> out in public. They will say to me they, like, they when you? we go into Starbucks, they go, Mom, can you use like your normal voice and not your like outside voice I go what are you talking about they're like you know and you're like hi can I have a grande nafe latte please <laughs> you can shut the fuck up and get right. back in the car exactly <laughs> alright so anyway go ahead um, hey Liz did you hear that last episode what do you think uh, hysterical as usual did you hear about that soccer league in Montana what oh my god a, ridiculous asshole <laughs> we should go let's get our kid on that team yeah. Just to fuck it up, right? I'm, I'm going to bring signs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what Rick was saying, and Liz agreeing about the uh, the, uh, the the assessments and, and, uh, and the uh, teaching to a, t- to a test, that is bullshit, huh? Totally. Yeah. I, yeah, completely disagree. Let, let's start Let's start a movement and change it. I think that Rick and Liz are, are the spark of inspiration that needs to get this thing going. I think you're getting a little carried away. I don't have time for a movement. <laughs> No, but other people. Oh, yeah, other people. Let's move other people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I think the show had some, some, yes, some, some legs so to it. I think so, too. Well, I would be curious, listeners, do you like, here's a little quick little customer research yeah. survey. Do you like when we have like a, an agenda and a specific topic and we stay on topic, which I don't think we really ever do, but, mm-hmm. or do you prefer a free form? You don't know where it's going to go and we just kind of riff and you have to sit here and listen to our banter. Yeah. I would like to know what people prefer. Also, uh, can we get in touch with that sketch artist that got oh, the kid with Nike? Because yeah. I'd love him to draw a diagram of the meandering flow oh of where God. we go yes. with it's the story. You know, like, you ever, were you ever in a meeting where they got an illustrator on a big giant whiteboard? Oh, yeah. That'd okay. be awesome. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, I <laughs> no. hate those guys. No, I no. always like them because I actually pay attention to, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, the stupid sales meeting thing. I'm like, this guy's fucking... 
putting those words coming out of that boring guy's mouth into him. He's making pictures. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's a cartoon. Yeah. All right. All this right. is a bit of a beautiful mind episode. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, do, you, uh, do you have any shows to promote? Um, I, yeah, I got to be better prepared about sharing the self-promotion on that stuff. Yeah. Because, yes, I do. Right off the top of my head, when, where, why, how, I, I couldn't tell you. But, like, where could someone go to find your dates? Like, you don't have a website, right? No. And um, I guess I should start doing that. I have my own Instagram, but I don't use it. Cause, yeah. Because I'm like, how... I don't care about it. Like, I, I'm so... I only have time, so much time to, yeah. to devote to social media. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to give myself time to social media and focus, I'm going to just do it for the podcast. Right, right, right. So I think I should parlay those dates, put them on the You should on, definitely on, post them on the post your dates. It's kind on. of associated, right? Like, Absolutely. Like we're, it's content. It's, yeah. it's the comedy. It's this. Yeah. These are sister projects. Mm-hmm. I do stand-up comedy at night. I do a podcast during the day. Yeah. I do Instagramming in between. Mm-hmm. A lot. I don't want to spread myself too thin, because when you do, then you get you, burnt you, out. And well, you, well, you quality, just you just don't get to answer questions like, "When's your next show?" I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. I know I got some coming up. All right. Well, you know what? Today I'm giving you a to do: make an Instagram post with your upcoming dates and put it on the podcast awesome. Instagram page. Okay. Now, now I have two wives. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Add that to your honeydew list. Uh, Jesus, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. All right, listeners. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, because that really does help other people find us. Um, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Small Town Scuttlebutt. And shoot us an email if you have any thoughts small town stories or feedback small town scuttlebutt at gmail.com thanks for listening how about a round of applause for all of our sponsors apc pest and termite control larkin's wine and spirits mario's lawn care park street books perez martial arts royal pizza and winslow design